We always say we give the people what they want. Part of that is bringing on some icons, legends. Still, not 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 was my favorite producer in the history of hip hop. Still coming out with amazing music. DJ Premier joins us right now. Thank you so much for taking the time on the podcast. Legend, icon. <laughs> Thanks for having me, fellas. So one of the first things I wanted to ask you is, is this isn't like uh, being an athlete. See, Jalen had his time in the league 13 years, had a great career, but he can't play in the NBA anymore. <laughs> but when you're a producer <laughs> such as yourself, you can be at the top of your game for decades. You know what I mean? Like, you've been doing it for decade after decade after decade. How has your approach evolved over point. time? That's a good point. I start yeah, professionally, I was, I was 20 years old, so to be able to experience what it was like in my 20s. And we were the top artists back then, you know, uh, Gangstar, Tropical Quest, Brand Nubian, uh, you know, as the newer artists and, uh, you know, P-Rock Seal Smooth and, and uh, you know, Showbiz and AG, just all of that. We were the new crew of people that were all consistent with making albums. And because of that, uh, the passion for music should never ever leave you because it don't have an age limit. You, you know, the generations change and all that type of stuff, but for the most part, you just never lose the, the passion for music because, it, like I said, it's it, it, it doesn't have an expiration date. What has it been like for you watching the industry evolve? Like from where you were carrying crates to now people are making albums on their phones. Like, what has that been like for you just watching how the industry has grown and changed over those for, over that period of time? It's been a trip to see because, you know, like you said, I come from the vinyl and carrying crates and equipment, speakers, everything, where now I just carry a laptop and uh, I have over 20,000 songs, pretty much any genre, house, I got a house folder and I keep it up to date. If I need to do trap and drill, I got that up to date. Cause I have an 11 year old son who likes that, you know, where like traditional boom bap, which is a, a, another era that, that will never die. But I like to preserve that because I, we look at that as the purest form. That's what we call it. So, um, you know, uh, I was against it for many years. Like, man, I ain't messing with no computer. But it got to a point where it's like, yo, man, out performing and uh now i'm just being able to bring that one bag on the road and not losing my crates you know crates and then all of a sudden two of them didn't show up at baggage claim then another one's off <laughs> you like when you know you can uh, i remember one time um you know now with twitter and all these things um the mixer that they had at the venue was the wrong one and it was broken all on top of that and I tweeted, anybody in Spain right now at this town, I need a mixer. And all of a sudden, everybody showed up at the venue with mixers, like, yo, try mine, try mine. And wow. I got to do Oh, you, and I, and I, that, I got that wow, from Dana. That's crazy. White was the one that, that, that made me want to join Twitter because he was in Toronto trying to get guys to gather around for something he wanted to do. And he tweeted, hey, I'm on this, on this street, whatever, whatever, can y'all meet up? And everybody showed up. I was like, man, I should get Twitter. And that's how it happened. 
<laughs> there you go. So not only has the music evolved, as you talked about, but the business has evolved. Like, I remember going to Fat Beats, and, you know, people would come out with, like, a... They would come out with an album, like, once every two years, and now it just seems like you have to come out with new project after new project if you're an artist. How do you feel about how the way that the business has evolved and the volume of music that's coming out? Well, one thing about the business that's different is, you know, I got to tip my hat to the younger generation. They... You know, like people like the baby, little baby, Roddy Rich, they got like thirty thousand Drake, they got thirty thousand songs out all at once and they're just out there with their music where some people from my generation like, Oh man, you know, uh complain and I'm like, You put out more music. I always have something coming out a single or producing another art or my own stuff and that's one of the ways that you win. If that's what's working now, then put out more content. You know, and didn't know how to work the social media. I had to learn that. I had to learn algorithms. I had to learn don't post five things back to back. Wait a couple of hours and then post another one. And then mess with your algorithm. And I was like, oh, well, I want to post this now. It's like my manager, Ian's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and and now, I, now I get it where I'm telling my older friends, like, oh, you want to post this new video? I'm like, don't do it until 9 o'clock. Or um, and I, I want to do it. I did it last night. I'm like, dude, why'd you post it? You know, they're just not understanding until I explain to them why and they're starting to now pick it up. So um, I, I'm deep rooted in understanding that the game has changed and you got to either adjust or get out of the way. And uh, I, I'm good at adjusting. Primo, what are some of your favorite, say your top three favorite, like hip hop movies, like things that depict the history of hip-hop the best to you? Definitely Wild Style because it was the most authentic of showing how it really was, you know, with the Cold Crush Brothers and the Fantastic Romantic Five MCs, e, you know, Cool Mo D, Grammix DST, you know, seeing Rom LZ rhyming with a shotgun in his hand saying, I broke into you know, and 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 uh, I, you know, I started writing on the death, the death graffiti. You know, like just uh, you know, everybody was saying death back then. You know, and uh, uh, j just to see all of that, all the b boys and the b girls doing what they do. And I was seeing Fab Five Freddy in there be a major part of even doing the music to the sound to the scoring of that. You know, with Down by Law, everybody knows that's a big record, and uh, you, you know, um, j just that that whole thing. What we seeing Flash in there at his mom's kitchen cutting on three turntables we were like what is that i want to do that so definitely a wild style uh we always say b street is cool as far as the 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 dancing and all the parts that show the hip-hop we thought the the, the, the storyline was corny but it's still part <laughs> of the our, our movies you know yeah we still walk up and go yo can hey you know, so that and then uh, what Can else? Right, uh, and then uh, oh God, let me park that uh, that, that avoid me getting a ticket. Um, so uh, uh, then uh, um, I mean, I ain't got to put breaking in there for the, on the LA side with Shabadoo and mm. and uh, you know recipes of Shabadoo. You know, because you know hip hop movies like Boys in the Hood and Menace are also hip hop movies too, even though it wasn't about the, the the culture of b-boying and all that but those are hip-hop movies you know so uh yes. but yeah i mean you know what even crush groove man like we went to see run dmc in the movie in the fact 
Ooh, wow. And so, but Wild Styles a must. I got to put B Street and Breaking in there just because they were earlier. But I, I want to remove <laughs> B Street for Crush Groove. So maybe I say B Street, one word. <laughs> so, uh, Guru, you've got the Gangstar t shirt on. Obviously, we have to start by saying RIP Guru. And um, Primo, I wanted to ask you about this. Like, you guys were such a great match of producer and MC. And now you've, that's never really been duplicated, but you see a lot of MCs coming out with albums exclusively produced by one producer. Sort of how do you, how do you see the influence of Gangstar reverberate through hip hop over time? Um, just, uh, you know, for one, you know, there were a lot more duos in our era. Now everybody's just a solo artist. You know, Drake's a solo artist. The, the baby's a solo artist. There, there's no groups. You know, well, unless you have the Migos, their group, obviously. But uh, with us, you know, the whole duo, Run DMC, Houdini, even though it was two MCs and a DJ, it was still, you know, groups, EPMD and, uh, you know, Eric B and Rakim, you know, Big Daddy Kane, even though Mr. C is the DJ all about Big Daddy Kane, but even their dancers scoob and scrap, like it was like their dancers were even stars, you know, so for me um, uh, and also, I always felt like in our career that the music had to match the way you look when you look at EPMD, they their music sounded like the way they look you know, KRS-One told me that a long time ago, he said, he said, I, I hate when I hear a dope record like it's like, ah, oh, you don't look like what I thought you know, so uh, uh, you know, um, everybody Houdini, Stetson, I mean, uh, you know, just everybody from Kane on down to you know, even MC Shan. When you saw him, and he's all long and slim with the Pumas and the Kango, they sounded like what they 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 what their names were in their image. And KRS had always sell your image more than the record, and uh, I think we all did that. Ooh, relying on talent, not marketing and promotion, like, like, like you're just a a, 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 a Yoda of wisdom. I, I'm just sitting back, like all of those movies, like introduced a Detroit kid, for example, and it literally made me feel like I was teleported into New York City. Like I do a show each Saturday on Ant Radio, and you said something about B Street when Kenny be like. It's working, it's working. Party people, if you're ready to rock, let me hear you scream. Like, like, <laughs> that, that was so classic. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
We always say we give the people what they want. Part of that is doing podcast-exclusive content for our podcast listeners. It's Friday. What does that mean, Jalen Rose? Voicemails only. You guys have listened to us for 10 years, and it's only right someone on our staff came with the genius idea to turn the show back over to the fans on Friday. So if you call 98580-JALEN, you can not only check in with your brothers Jalen and Jacoby, but we're going to give you all types of advice. We gave some amazing advice to uh, a gentleman yesterday who's trying to figure out if he should stay with his eight-year relationship or rock with his new flex. We're going to talk exclusively about the future MVP of the NFL, Zach Wilson, and update you on whether he's still sleeping with his wife's friend. We're just going to give the people what they want. I'll say say you gave some great advice to that guy yesterday because I just told him to keep them both. That's what I told him. Why not? (laughs) Call 9580 we will put you on the show just like this. Yo, what up? This is uh, Victor from Sacktown, the 916. Uh, shout out Reg. Shout out the whole production team. Uh, shout out Grandland, Podfather, everybody, day one. Um, I got a question for Jalen, actually. I've been listening for years now. What are you singing when you talk about Taco Bell? What is that? What is the jingle? I've tried Googling it. I've tried YouTubing it. I I don't know, but I think it's the funniest thing. Me and all my homies <laughs> always laugh about that. We just the, the Taco Bello Mexican meat and <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Anyway, gotta know. Love the show. Jacoby, what up? Um, everybody, thank you. Yep. Medicinal. <laughs> shout out to Victor, shout out to Medicinal. Every time you say the two words, Taco Bell, around Jalen Rose, he says the same thing. For some Mexican eating. <laughs> and, and, and by the way, big shout to Victor because he went back in the archives, Jacoby, mm-hmm. and it's only right we digging into the crates because we got DJ Premier on the show today. And as we get into this program, I must say I watch a lot of sports and multimedia content and i just want to shout out our show our staff and our supporters for what this show has grown into i have the remote control in my hand just like you do and we're the only show that you're gonna see french montana dj premier benny the butcher we don't we the only one you know what i'm saying and you know the range of the show of the actors the comedians the entertainers the influencers. Um, it really makes me proud to be affiliated with this show. And then we can still flip the page and give advice to people like Victor, who shout out to Podfather, Grantland, and Medicinal, while shouting out Reg the Ledge. And so, I'll tell you, Victor, it comes from the legend, the OG. His name is Sir Mix A Lot. And the song was called my posse's on Broadway. Me and Kiss Sensation at home away from home in the black Benz limo with the cellular phone. Right? That, that's how it go right there. And during that song, 
That's where he says, they stop at Taco Bell for some Mexican knitting. <laughs> <laughs> the way you say it makes me laugh every time. Do it one more time for Victor and me. <laughs> they stop at Taco Bell for some Mexican knitting. <laughs> uh, there you go, Victor. Posse on Broadway. Bye. We did a story Sir time Mix-a-Lot. on that. Didn't we have a story time on that? We had an interstitial. Is that in a we story an, time? We have an interstitial, oh, interstitial. for that one. We got to bring that back. Let's see if we can get, get a producer to do that one for Victor. We'll do it for Victor. Yeah. We'll do it for Victor. Victor, we'll get we your got handle. You, Victor. And we'll do it for you. We got you, Victor. Time for another call. Again, all voicemail Friday. Call 9580-JALEN. Leave us a voicemail. We'll put it on the show just like this. What up, though, fellas? This is your boy Darnell for Denver. The original one who said, yep, medicinal. Shout out, Reg, even though I've left several messages since then. Don't ever get on. But I got a cultural or regional question. Now, I already know the answer to this, but I just want to hear what you guys think. My girl looks like Jacoby. I obviously look more like Jalen or look like Jalen. I just looked over a minute ago. She's putting chapstick on her crusty elbows. I just told her to get some lotion. I never heard or seen someone putting chapstick on their elbows. She's from the Midwest. I'm from the 303. Let me know, fellas. Is that cultural or regional? Putting chapstick on your crusty elbows. Holla at your boy. It's Darnell from Denver. You already know what it is. Yep, medicinal. What a legend. <laughs> I mean, he, this guy's this guy influenced the show more than, like, I have. I mean, he's a, the original a yet medicinal Darnell from Denver. And see, <laughs> for those of you that haven't been listening for 10 years, I love left this a show voicemail, so like, oh seven years ago, asked a question. At the end, he just goes, yep. Medicinal. <laughs> it's just become a thing on the program where if our callers are medicinal, they just call in and finish off with that signature signature send-off wow. that Darnell from Denver originally did. First of all, Darnell. Wow. You know, you know, see, this is more of a Jalen thing to say, but I'm gonna actually do this. We gotta get your address, dog. We're gonna, we're gonna, we gotta get you something. And I'ma do it. You know what I mean? Usually Jalen's the one going to the going to the UPS store to, with a package and mailing out the hoodies and everything. Darnell, we got you. Call you. back. You leave we your address. You. I'ma get you something. I'm a, I don't know what it is, but I'ma get you, you something because the you. yet medicinal send off is one of my favorite moments in the history of the of the show. Now let's get to the issue at hand because I have some thoughts. He looks like you. She looks like me. She's got ashy elbows. He looks over and she's putting chapstick on her elbows. See, now this is the thing: is I'm not, I'm not taking this one for the team, dog. That's not cultural. That, that's, that, that is individual. That is, I've never heard of that. I've never seen it. So we're not. I'm not taking this one on my team, dog. No, I'm passing this to regional. I can't front. I can't front. This is definitely regional, as the Midwesterner here. As I do this show right now in the South, in Georgia, those are a couple of places that I could likely see that taking place. This is definitely regional. Uh, But I also have to say this. You and I were just talking about this recently. And there was a time during the season where I looked down at my phone and it was trending. It said, KD is ashy. Or Ashy KD. Mm-hmm. That was trending. And then before I knew it, it was basically 
um, the Twitter detective superimposed basically two inches of his the side of his shin. Yeah, it was, it was the end of the tights, the end of like the compression pants, and then the top of the the, the socks. Yeah, there was like a centimeter of exposure, a centimeter of exposure, yeah, and like someone really zoomed small. in and found the elephant skin. <laughs> Right. And so that was a reminder to me as someone who does television every day and just as a public figure out and about that black people, we need to make sure we put on some lotion, some cocoa butter, something. Mm. Uh, You, on the other hand, never use lotion. Don't necessarily do that. Never. I never. So right in my, you know, I've got a black wife. Right in my bathroom, there's two little, like, squeeze jugs. One is lotion and one is soap. There's only one that I use, and that's soap. I've never, I never use lotion. <laughs> on my basketball team growing up, there was two, 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 two types of, of people on my team. The people that applied lotion heavily before the game and the people that stared at them like, what are y'all doing? You know what I mean? Because my basketball team was very diverse. We had, some, we had some white people, we had we had some Latinos, we had some black people, and it was just two camps. You know what I mean? Like, I got my sneakers, I got my little water, and they, they, I didn't bring a bottle of lotion. They're, they're passing around the bottle of lotion, and we're all just staring at them like, what are y'all doing? Like, isn't that going to make the ball slippery? I'll never forget Mandatory. it. Mandatory. It's mandatory. You heard, Big, you heard Biggie, what did he say? I went from ashy to nasty to classy. Mm-hmm. Well. Right? And so I think this is regional and individual. And you're a legend as somebody who grew up in the 313, got drafted in the 303, seven-plus years of saying medicinal. <laughs> that has become like you know, like what Dr. Dre's first album, you know how they had great skits and did everybody realize that it was the DOC? You know what I'm saying? That's how I feel right now. I can't That's believe I it. Right the now. original medicinal. The original medicinal Darnell from Denver is back in our life. You know, and, and he said, a lot of people come up to me and say they leave voicemails that don't make the show. You know, we got, we got producer Cannons on it now. He's listening to all voicemails, and he's pulling the very best because he knows... That we're all exclusive voicemails only on Fridays. That's why we got another voicemail. Jalen, Jacoby, come on, guys. You know that this is not happening. Messiah is not calling anyone up in Brooklyn and offering Scotty or Pascal for Kevin Durant. No one else is offering something better. We're not doing it. Messiah is going to pull this off without either of those two guys in the trade. And Brooklyn's going to be happy about it. Second, why are you guys harping on last year's All-Star game? Pascal is All-NBA. That is the top 15 players in the league, including undersized fours and undersized fives and oversized twos. And you don't need to condescend on our guy Pascal. He is All-NBA two of the last three years. He is a star on all teams. And you're hating on him. Scotty is the future, and he is worth more than everything else being offered right now for Kevin Durant. Brooklyn is gonna take a deal for less. Thanks, guys. 
Big shout to this caller. Big shout to the city of Toronto, one of Jalen's Jalen's favorite places he's ever been. Forget ever played, ever been. Jalen loves Toronto. And here's what I have to say about the great people of Toronto. Y'all need to relax a little bit online. You know what I mean? Like, like I, we're just we're just out here coming up with fake trades for Kevin Durant. We do a GM Jalen bit where I'm a I'm a GM of one team and I call Jalen. Here's what I know about Jalen Rose. He's going to say no to anything I propose. You have not said yes to anything yet. So when I'm putting together the Toronto offer, I put together not what I think Masai would offer. I'm putting together something to make Jalen think. So I put together basically the godfather offer that he has to offer. I'm not saying they should do this. I'm not saying they're going to do this. So y'all can stop tweeting at me, telling me how dumb I am, because I'm just trying to do a television segment that makes Jalen Rose have to think about accepting the offer. That's my goal, okay? I'm not mad at y'all. I love y'all. But please, stop calling me an idiot online, all right? I'm just trying to, I'm trying to make Jalen think. That is why I put that in that offer. However, I think there's a point to what Jalen's position is, too. If I'm giving you Kevin Durant, you can't just trade me two first-round picks in OG and OB. It's Kevin Durant we're talking about here. <laughs> I love this show so much. A couple of things. I appreciate this caller because... We've grown the kind of equity with our fans and supporters, our brothers and sisters, and and giving the people what they want. We give them the autonomy to disagree with us and still put them on the show. I love that. You can call me an idiot. We love that. Doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. And so, and so, and so, and so, let let me let me let me just say this. In the history of NBA basketball, I'm not here to like compare myself to anybody else. I would say of the 4,000 people that have ever worn NBA uniforms, not many more of them have had more fun in Toronto than me. Ooh, oh, yeah. I mean, fun? Okay. I, mean, I thought you were going to say, like, buckets. Like, fun? I'm going to say, are you probably you probably the, you probably number one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> exactly. Like, let's, let's not get this twisted. And number you six, seven, eight are just people that, that, that were with that you. Was that. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like six, seven, eight were just having fun because <laughs> right. they were with you. Right. Let, let, let me tell y'all something else. When the year the Raptors won the championship, I love Toronto so much. I was there off wax. Shout out to my brother, Hadi, who like the mayor of Toronto, like my little brother, who worked with everybody, including Drizzy Drake. Like, for real, for real, 10 toes down in Toronto, right? I was so excited, I crowd surfed. And, you know, if you know me, like, I am not trying to A, B off the ground unless I'm on an airplane. And B, I am not trying to hit that ground or fall at all. And you're also not trying to get touched by everybody all the time. You know, what, you know what I mean? Just strangers' hands all over your you body, your butt cheeks. Yeah, that's right. Not, like, that's like, not like, we, like, like Toronto and I have a special relationship. Don't like, and I ain't even talking about like the charity work and giving back to the community. I'm just talking about like being in the trenches. That's what I'm talking about. Like, like Vince Carter was the high flyer. I was in the trenches. You know what I'm saying? So shout to Toronto and 
Masai Ujiri is the best general manager in basketball. So I know that a lot of people get headlines, but always remember Fred Van Vliet was undrafted. Like he got Kawhi Leonard to Toronto and they won the championship his only season with the team. Nick Nurse's first year as a coach. Like Masai's goated. Okay, don't, don't, and, and I, I'm just trying to tell you that he knows what I know. When somebody's trying to get Kevin Durant, it's like we're at the park. Usually you hope the two best players are picking teams. It can't be like, oh, okay, you give me KD, but then I'm taking your fourth best player. That ain't happening. That is not happening. Like, I, I think I think sometimes people like first off, you now see how NBA teams really don't value first round picks anymore. No. If look you've at been the draft. attention to the league. Look at the people that get picked twenties in the draft. Like they usually are out of the league by like two, three years in. Right. So 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 like the 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 the, span, the, the, the lifespan of an NBA player, if you're lucky, is three years. It's only 4,000 people to ever wear those uniforms. It's 80 people that was in uniform this year that will not be next year. We could do a list. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's the most you, volatile you me this job draft turnover. Night, every time someone shakes Adam Silver's hand on draft night, that means someone else is, is going to China. You know what I mean? That's just how it Correct. goes. Or out the league. Or out the league. Right? And so... If Masai is going to bring KD to town, let, let's flip and ask if you're the Nets, what do you need to receive in return? There's two teams in this deal. Nobody has shown love to Pascal more than us. We had the, the spicy P um, stuff at South Seaport years ago. Mm-hmm. Remember that, Jacoby? Um... But he's not Kevin Durant. You know what I'm saying? You can give me all the metrics. And but he ain't Kevin Durant. And so if I'm Sean Marks, you want me to give you KD, but not give me Pascal? Like, I'm not going to be able to do it. No. You answered your own question. You said he all NBA. I know because I voted. I don't know if I voted for him. <laughs> you know, 13 got a little tricky on my ballot this year. 13 gets a little tricky. You know tricky. what I'm saying? Got a little tricky. Because you can always you know bounce someone from first team but, to second team or second team to third team. But when you really got to start making that hard cut for third team or off of it, that gets a little, that gets a little tricky. Yeah, man. And so, like, Masai's a genius. But he gonna have to be a swami to get me to trade him KD without giving him Pascal. We want to give a big shout to Lloyd Banks, Dave East, and DJ Premier, just for just for contributing to the again. culture. Hit the brakes! Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Say that again, please. I want to give a big shout to Lloyd Banks, Dave East, and DJ Premier, not just because giving us great art to entertain us this weekend. 
but also for coming on Jalen and Jacoby and appearing like DJ Premier did and shouting out Jalen and Jacoby on the album like Dave East did on Lloyd Banks' album. So you've been you've been name-checked in a lot of hip-hop records. This is the first time I've ever been name-checked. Like, I, 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 yo, I, I, when I saw it this morning, I had to listen to it like five times in a row. It's so dope. It's not even a sentence. He doesn't say like, like on TV, like Jalen and Jacoby, or chemistry, like Jalen and Jacoby. He just says Jalen and Jacoby. That's the be- that's the that's the beginning, middle, and end. There's nothing that has anything to do with the- that noun or that show before or after it. And I wouldn't have it any other way. Big shout to Davies. Not only has bars, he can get buckets. I'm telling you, Davies Davies can get buckets. Him and J Cole and Sheck West can really play ball. We'll be back on Monday. Why is that, Jalen Anthony Rose? You heard DJ Premier quote Karis One, the legend. We're not done. We're not done. We are not done. I said, yeah, the beat,